Hey everyone, and welcome to the Nostalgia Effect Christmas Edition, the podcast where we examine movies from our childhood through the lens of adulthood. As always, I'm Amy, and we got Joe and Hello Johnny. Hello there. Yellow. You, I was about you to... Doing? I was, well, Are I was you about, doing an Obi-Wan? <laughs> Joby one, you mean? Hey. Uh, no, I was um I was I was briefly going to embarrass myself by trying to do an impersonation of like jingle bells and then I realized I can't do that. That's not gonna sound like anything. <laughs> Wait a minute. So yeah, Christmas So it came out as you and McGregor. Yeah. It's the most <laughs> It's either it's either Jingle Bells or you and McGregor. Wonderful time. Either one is good with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Johnny, this is your favorite time of the year. I mean, it's a good time. No, I like it. I like Christmas. You know, it's it's been a shitty year. I'm, Might as well enjoy something, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, last year I think we got you into the Christmas spirit more than we had previously. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think we need the Christmas spirit now more than ever, all right? Mm. Yes, I concur. And what better way than, than to spread Christmas cheer? By talking about our favorite Christmas TV specials. Oh, I was going to say singing loud for all to hear. But sure, yeah, let's go with that one. Segway. (laughs) We love a good segue here. Yeah, we do. Those segues. They Mm. roll. (laughs) (laughs) They sure Uh, do, So who wants to start us off? Well, um... I have have an extensive list that I have condensed. Yeah, I, I assume you guys have more than I do. I have a very small amount of Christmas cheer. I I didn't I didn't um create a list. So let's go with Amy's since Amy has the list. Okay, well Joe, I think a couple of my picks will be on your list or I you think will so too. agree with them. Mm-hmm. Um the first one of course is the most obvious, the I Love Lucy Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Even oh, though there's definitely. really I, only obvious, right? One minute of, of Christmassy stuff. There's only one minute Christmassy stuff in that because most of it is flashbacks to when Lucy's pregnant. Yep. Hmm. So, Interesting. But it's it's Lucy. It's I love Lucy. One of my favorite shows of all time. So I can't. So the not first it on one here. is not really about. This Christmas is not in any particular order. This is just. But it's the first, the first one, one that came to mind. List. Yes. Interesting. Like when Joe when Joe said Christmas TV specials, I didn't even think of like Peanuts or. Like Frosty the Snowman, like those stop motion claymation ones. Yeah. I thought I Love Lucy special. Interesting. I had a feeling. So that was that's that was one of my guesses already, <laughs> already uh, confirmed. What another guess? Uh, because well, there's another one on here. This is gonna be just I like think... Joe's guessing game because he has he, he was <laughs> so guessing was, on mine too. Was like... That was that was the one for sure that I knew for you, Amy, and the one that I have mm-hmm. for Johnny. Uh, I will. I will. Well, we can kind of do like a round robin style where we like <laughs> kind of talk a little yeah. bit about. <laughs> we could just have Joe guess each time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, yeah, round robin, Johnny. Give give us one. I'll I'll I'll, I'll be surprised if it's not at least one of the ones that I'm thinking of. I mean, uh, well, there's not a lot. I mean, honestly, like there is. I remember the Charlie Brown one a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, which mm-hmm. being on TV. But honestly, like I can't really tell you much about it other than like they have a Christmas tree that's like really small. Right? Yeah, and this like, is the, the sad one. Yeah. Yeah, and then like there's like he like says like a prayer or he recites something from like the Bible or something at the end mm-hmm. of it, right? Uh but the the one that Joe's probably thinking about and the one that is actually really good and I do really like uh and that I I do remember cuz it's, you know, pretty recent is the community episode. Stop yes, motion. it is. That was the one. Abed's what's it <laughs> called? Um Abed's 
like wacky Christmas or adventure or some shit like that. Hold on. Yeah. I, I gotta get the title right. But it's the Amy. Have you ever? You've seen Community? Yes. I've no? seen most of it. I think I stopped halfway through that new season that was on Hulu. I see. Mm. But you've I seen you've I seen watched... this this Christmas episode, right? Yeah, I've yeah. seen every, like, I've seen a lot or most of. Yeah, I think I've seen all of the like original seasons, but mm-hmm. it was like way back in the day, and I haven't <laughs> rewatched the them day. since. Uh, well, they're on Netflix. Uh, very good. You should. Definitely I check I them did. Out. I think I watched. I watched like the first two after Joel McHale hosted that Tiger King special. The what special? Tiger wow. King. There was Tiger like a, a, King. King of Tigers. Yeah. Huh. Never heard. You of don't it. know the Tiger King documentary series on Netflix? Mm. I sure don't. And that's for real. I do not. It just all of a sudden everybody was talking about it and I was like, what the hell? It's not ringing any bells over here. So. Well, you guys are behind on your pop culture from the beginning of quarantine. (laughs) But yeah, so Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas is what that episode Mm, is called. I was looking it up. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, But that's, that's a really good one. It's, you know, the claymation one. So good. Mm -hmm. Um, I sort of remember like Frosty the Snowman. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, the, cla- the claymation. Yeah, a little bit. Um, that's about it, honestly. I don't got. I don't got a lot of them. What about you, Joe? Um, so uh, there's there's a few because it's 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 for me it's always a mixture of of TV and movies that we that are mm-hmm. Christmassy that we watch. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were decorating the tree, uh, we put on um, the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer mm-hmm. um, stop motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the who who made one. those? Do you know? Rank, rank and Bass. Uh, Rankin Bass. Yeah, Rankin and Bass. They're um, they're uh, they're the same folks that were behind uh, the Last Unicorn that film. Oh no way! Yeah, Rankin Bass. Interesting. Anyway, so we so we watched that. Uh, obviously, the original animated Grinch Who Stole Christmas is wonderful. Mm, that's a great um, one. I love that. And I obviously the songs are great. I also love the Brian Setzer version of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, because it's awesome. And then um, Charlie Brown, of course. Uh, one of the ones that's become kind of a, a new favorite is, um, have you guys seen A Very Murray Christmas? That was It was on Netflix yes, some years ago. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sophia Coppola. So now you and... like Netflix. Okay. I see how it, it is. When it's a one-off. It's series he doesn't like. <laughs> that is true. He All doesn't right. like series. I'm true. very consistent. Um <laughs> But uh, I really, really do love that. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's kind of um, it's kind of like a sneaky variety, like comedy variety musical. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. an old school like um, fucking, I don't know what's a variety yeah. show out there. The Carol Burnett Show. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. There we go. Yeah, Boom. like that. Um, and so I I love that, and 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 everybody that's in it is great. Um, uh, I I had no idea that until I saw that I had no idea. That um, my Rudolph had such an excellent singing voice. Well, she's she the da- she's the daughter of a singer, no? Um, I think she's it... like the daughter of like a pretty famous singer. Am I getting that? Yeah, line? Rudolph. Because I know Rashida Jones is in it, and she yes. is the daughter of Quincy Jones, who is yeah, famous yeah. That's music correct. producer. But I think my Rudolph might be as well. And yeah. and the thing is, is Rashida Jones Minnie also Ripperton, has a very good singing American voice. American singer songwriter. Oh, that wow. was her mother. Look at that. Well, it's not a talent that skipped generations in that case. Yeah, no. She um, does have she has she's got some pipes. She's really good at singing. Excellent. Excellent singer. And then and Rashida Jones also really really good. Um and uh uh anyway, it's just a, it's a really fun musical. I I really enjoy it. Uh so that's that's definitely When one did that come out? Like, I feel like that came out a long time like ago. 2016? I remember 2016. 
Uh, maybe well, even earlier. No um, way. 2015, maybe? Wow, that's nuts. Because no. I remember seeing it one time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Shit, it's five years ago. Yeah. Um, oh, so I so I really I really really like that one and that's kind of a newer a newer one, you know. Mm-hmm. On Netflix. <laughs> yeah, on Netflix probably it now. Is on Netflix. Uh, um, Amy, what's so another one? So I have one? another one mm-hmm. that is condensed into. And Joe, you're probably gonna know where I'm going with this. It is multiple Christmas specials condensed into one single line, and I that think, is yeah. "Say It With Me, Joe." Doctor Who, the Once Upon Doctor a Christmas Who specials. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I say that. that was actually Nerds. Doctor Who. Yeah, See, I, I can no, play this I, I did. Game too. I, I, I did. I did think that you would say Doctor Who, and I was gonna be really shocked if you didn't say it. Yeah, and I, I ended up watching three Doctor Who specials while I was uh, working today. Oh, which I ones? watched Christmas Invasion. Runaway Bride, and actually, no, I watched half of Christmas Invasion, half of Runaway Bride, The Next Doctor, and Last Christmas. So all Tenet, uh... No. Wait, yeah, Christmas Invasion is, like, Tenet's first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but not Last Christmas. like, first big thing is The Doctor. Yeah, but not Last Christmas. No, Last Christmas was, um... Capaldi, uh, right? (laughs) Capaldi, yeah, yeah, and Nick Frost is Father Christmas. Yeah, that one's real. That one's really fun because it's, it's basically so the thing, yeah. but with Santa. Interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I love that one. That was the one I just I, I fin- just finished watching. Like, do right they do those recording. specials every year, like a Christmas special every year? They did. Um, yeah. They used to do them on Christmas, and then like three years ago, they switched to doing it on New Year's Day mm-hmm. with the new Doctor with Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. They th- so and the thing is, is it's each Christmas special is its own sort of mini movie. It's 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 a little bit longer mm. um, than mm-hmm. your regular Doctor Who episode. It's it's about an hour. I think it's about an hour and a half. Uh, it's like um, an total hour and... with commercials. If you're watching oh, yeah. it live, it's about an hour and a half. Yeah. But I think the runtime on HBO for each of them is like an hour and one minute. Yeah. Versus forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, they're just like a standalone adventure movie with the Doctor, and they're always well. I was gonna say they're always fun, Some but they're usually connect. they usually end uh, with. The, uh, the, they usually end a doctor's run on a Christmas special, so sometimes they can also be real tearjerkers if you care about the doctor. Or with or with Christmas Invasion, they start a doctor's run mm-hmm. because Tenet was already switched to eleven from Eccleston. Tenth, ten, yeah. Get your doctors yeah. right. <laughs> fake right, fan. God. I know, I'm a fake fan. Jesus. Um, uh, yes, Doctor Who. Yes, I, Doctor Who. The, especially the early Christmas specials. I think the last really great Christmas special was the Capaldi one, in my opinion. I agree. The last Christmas one mm. with Nick Frost. I absolutely love that one. You know, it's so good. You know, the last the last Capaldi one that I thought was really excellent was, was his last one, too, um, mm-hmm. in World War One, where he's uh, where there's that, that soldier that's um, about that was going to be blown up by, um, I think it was a mine oh, or something. And, yeah. and, and it was it was it was Capaldi and the first doctor together. Um, mm-hmm. and that was, that was a really good one. And I kind of, I, I forget about that one a lot because it was, yeah. it was at the very end I, of his I've run. I've forgotten about like pretty much all of Tony Whitaker's. I was like looking through the list on Wikipedia today and I was just like, I don't remember anything that happens in that one. And it's the most recent one. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's the, a larger problem with the, sh- with, with that series with that, yeah. um, which is recently. a shame. Yeah. But when I was looking it up, all of the ones that I picked except for last Christmas mm-hmm. are Russell T Davies. Oh, uh yeah. He's um, he yeah, Last Christmas is 
Um, Moffat. Moffat, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Russell but T. Davies. But I have a couple more. I have I mean, a couple more that I'll just, like, breeze through really quickly. Okay. Um, two of them you guys probably will have not seen. Um, the Boy Meets World Season 6 um, Christmas special, Santa's Little Helpers. There's this, like, really sweet B plot where Corey's brother, Eric, and then his roommates, Jack and Rachel, want to, like, they are a mall Santa and elves, and they end up, like, stealing presents from their family to give to these little kids, like, orphans. Mm-hmm. And... Eric ends up getting an attachment to one and wants to adopt him in later episodes. And it's like such a tearjerker because you see this like really sweet side of dumb Eric and it's nice. adorable. <laughs> nice. Um, and then this is your guys' fault. You gave me a platform to talk about psych. So oh I'm boy. going to mention yeah. oh my boy. favorite psych Christmas episode. Blame the victims. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's in season five. It's called the Polarizing Express. It's kind of a, it's a wonderful life type the situation where like Sean goes into a dream and he is led through this dream to solve a crime by Tony Cox playing his character from Bad Santa. But it's huh. Tony Cox. Interesting. But he's also like Sean had watched Bad Santa the night before and so he had also like watched like Austin meta. Powers. Hmm. Yeah. So they had like Tony Cox as um What's that like giant guy with the blue buffalo? Oh, Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. He was like dressed as Paul Bunyan. And, and he was like dragging around this, yeah, dragging around this like blue bison or buffalo or something. And then he like solves the crime in his dream. As one does. And then, yeah. yeah. But I really love that. That's my favorite of all of the site Christmas specials. And then the last one is Citizen Nope from Parks and Rec. Where they build the gingerbread office. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Their Christmas specials aren't really, like, super Christmassy. They it's just, just have, like, a Christmas background. It's kind usu- of like the way a Shane Black movie is Christmassy. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like it's the episode where they spring for the snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But, like, the the reasons that I picked this one is, like, I went through a list of, like, Christmas episodes from different TV shows that I like. And I actually went and watched a couple, like, the Doctor Who ones. And I watched, like, Citizen Nope. Um, I watched the, the Abed one I, earlier today. Yeah, it was very the, good. the the reason I picked this one is Ron. He this is when he gets his door remote, which I really love because uh, it's such a Ron thing. <laughs> um, the back and forth with Ben and the accounting firm, which has nothing to do with Christmas, but it's my favorite running joke through the entire series. Oh, that he's just like so cool at the accounting firm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they all love him. <laughs> and the gingerbread office that they build for Leslie. Mm. I think that's really cute, and how like Andy eats those paint M and M's and he's. He's just being a Andy. He's a big, big old bear. He's just a big old teddy bear. Yeah. Eating yeah. pot like a like Winnie the Pooh. Just eating, eating honey. <laughs> and she's like, go throw up. Go throw up right now. Yeah. <laughs> I would have picked a Friends episode, but none of their Christmas episodes were any, are any good. You, you mean cri- none of their Friends episodes Friends holiday are any good. special. What? I like Friends a lot. <laughs> I know. It is my comfort blanket. It's I not know. a great show. Everybody likes Friends, like, except for me, because I didn't watch it when it was popular, and now I don't really care. For I didn't watch it when it was popular. I watched it on DVD years later. It's still popular. It's still popular right but, now. But, like, it's a, it's a comfort blanket. But their Thanksgiving episodes are great. Every single Thanksgiving episode, all twelve, all, all ten of them are really great. Wow, wow, that's Dude, a lot of that's a yeah. lot of Thanksgiving episodes. It is. Do they? They had one every season. They had a, a Christmas episode and a Thanksgiving episode every season. Hmm. Interesting. And a Halloween one, I think, every other season. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. 
<laughs> uh, Johnny, do you got any more? Uh, I was thinking, um, I do like the, uh, just because you were talking about Parks and Rec, got me thinking about 30 Rock, the, the Ludicrismas. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, Ludicrismas. <laughs> uh, the one where they get, like, the... Um, <laughs> They get locked in the um, in the room because they were they like they were being assholes and they just wanted to go to Christmas and Kenneth like locks them all in there. He's like, yeah. Chris.com, get the doors." <laughs> and they close them all in. They're like, "Oh man." That's the one I would have thought you would have picked. I completely I completely forgot about the community episode, but I thought you would have picked Thirty Rock. No, well, I mean because like true to form. Yeah, it's true. Uh, well, because I kind of forgot. I mean, because that one's not as memorable. The Abed one is like really memorable because it's really it's it's funny and it's fun but it's also super dark because right. like, yeah. he's like having a mental breakdown <laughs> well and it's also really special because it's all stop motion animation yeah mm-hmm. as opposed to 30 rock which is consistently hilarious but i feel like a lot of times the i don't remember run, specific it, episodes yeah, yeah it's together. just i just remember funny bits from 30 rock mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's so like when we were re-watching it i was showing it to sarah we'd watch an episode and there would be a joke and i'd be like Oh, that's the one that this is from. <laughs> yeah, know. it's this episode. <laughs> um, so I'm well, I, or like a Benihana Christmas from The Office. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Ooh, I could that's also. Like a, so, that's a standout episode, I think, for a lot of people, just in general, not just a Christmas episode. Mm. Because Johnny raised his hand, Johnny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, uh, how could I forget? The first Simpsons episode. I thank mm. you. That was also I was just gonna bring that up because I was gonna say I'm surprised you didn't say the yeah. one with Santa's little helper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that one's a, that's the first. The, I totally I was like, wait a minute, it is that that is the first one. Is the fucking Santa's little helper episode? Yeah, we had that one like taped. I remember for the longest time we we taped off of TV that one and the Married with Children Christmas special with Sam Kinison where he where he shows Al what is what life would be like without him and his family's really happy and doing well and he's like are you kidding and he's like he's like it's like you know the the life they had and they're so happy take me back i gotta punish them (laughs) they deserve to be unhappy because of me Uh, the world is measurably better without al bundy in it Um, that's funny. So you have any more, Joe? I do. I have. Um, so Amy, I think this one you might love, but Disney's a Christmas Carol, you know, with Uncle Scrooge, you know, Scrooge McDuck. I believe he was maybe even introduced. I haven't in seen it. that. Oh, really? It's it's basically no. just Christmas Carol, but uh, Scrooge McDuck, who was at that point just Ebenezer Scrooge, um, mm-hmm. is Scrooge, um, and Actually, Mickey you know what? is I Bob may Cratchit. Have, like a long, long time ago. Like, oh yeah, it's ago. it's on Disney Plus. Um, so uh, yeah, Disney's A Christmas Carol. That one's great. Um, actually, a lot of these are versions of the Christmas Carol because there's also Muppet Christmas Carol Muppet on there Christmas probably. Car- yeah, <laughs> oh, that's, that's a movie. Though. It's a movie, so I won't. I won't. That's that's not on my list. But I mean, um, yes, we might have talked about that last year. That's we I think we probably did. Favorites. Um, but the Doctor Who Christmas Carol with Michael mm-hmm. Gambon, which is wonderful. Yes, really that was good another twist. One I, I, I ended up not doing that because I wanted to watch um, The Next Doctor with David Morrissey. Yeah. Because is, I love him as, like, the doctor. Yeah, he's he's really good. And then the t- made-for-TV movie, A Christmas Carol with Patrick Stewart, which is one of my favorite versions mm-hmm. of that, Having being a big fan of the Charles Dickens novella. I feel like the Patrick Stewart one gets gets it right. 
you know it, it mm-hmm. really it really sort of nails what i imagined when i read that book um and it's really really yeah, well done patrick stewart i feel like could be a good scrooge if you well, wanted to be and he was he was um doing that show essentially a one-man play of a christmas carol for years and years and years where so it was it was, it was just he him like the ghost and stuff uh, so, so in this movie, it's it's like a normal movie. There are actors playing, you know, all of the all of the different. Well, characters. in the one man show. But yeah, in the one man show, he was everybody. He did the whole novel by himself on stage. Wow. Um, yeah, and Damn. so he's so he's got that's so an he's actor. Got like a, mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's got like a, a special, I think, a special love for that story, and it really comes mm-hmm. out in the movie. Um, it's not really necessarily special, but it's a specific thing. But uh, Saturday Night Live, there's a sketch with Alec Baldwin and... Uh, Sweaty Balls. Sweaty Balls. Oh, the Sweaty Balls. That, that is a pretty good one. And it's like, that's I a great I, one. I can't help but notice these lo- these balls are misshapen. Well, well, yes, that's because I rested them on a hot stove. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I will say honorable mention uh, Christmas special. I'm going to say Christmas Story, even though it's a movie. It really it came to Christmas prominence a, on television. Yeah. Oh, I hate. That. I don't hate Christmas that movie. Day, I've actually never seen it. Only because of that. Only because of its uh, its uh, omnipresence around the oh. holidays. Mm. That it's like I think like on Christmas Day, like I think TBS or something. It twenty four hours. At, yeah, twenty. Yeah, which, it starts at eight p.m. I didn't have Christmas a lot of channels Eve. growing up. All right. I mean, I didn't have TBS at all. Yeah. So to have like one thing always on a channel that I didn't want to see was very upsetting. All right. <laughs> That's what we did when we were opening presents, is yeah. watch a Christmas I mean, a lot, story. A lot of people turn wa- it on, turn it on at 8 when we got home from church, and then it would play, and then at midnight we'd turn it off, and then turn it back on as soon as we came down to open presents, watch it while we're eating breakfast, watch it while we're eating lunch. I just, I have no, yeah, I don't know. That's so funny. We would, we would do the same thing, Amy, except we would just leave it on and fall asleep in front of the television. That was, that was our yeah. ritual. Well, we didn't usually fall asleep after, until after we ate Christmas dinner. Mm. So it was like the last time we got to, you watched it. So like the, the six to eight edition, the last playing of the film is when we would probably be falling asleep. Yeah, that one, that one's, that one's fantastic. That's another book that's a favorite of mine. It's a collection of short stories by Gene Shepard, who narrates mm-hmm. the movie, um, and is also the voice of Carousel of, of uh, Progress. <gasps> that's him. That's Gene Shepard. Yeah, you and just blew my mind. Yeah, boom. Uh, <laughs> today, Amy learned. Yeah. Um, and it's but it's my a collection favorite of... Christmas movie is narrated by the my favorite ride <laughs> exactly, um, and uh, he he it's the the original collection of sort of like short stories and essays that he wrote called mm-hmm. In God We Trust All Others Pay Cash is what inspired the movie and he adapted it as well and so it's it's the uh, when you read the source material and you see the book it's it's everything. It's, you, you don't have to read the book after seeing the movie because it's all there and it's done really, yeah. really well. You know where it's set. Indiana. It is. Northern Indiana. Yep. It all it's very, it's also Indiana. very Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, you ready to talk about our movie? Yes. Because it's a movie that we Speaking we've all seen. of special Christmases. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Christmas. Uh, yeah, I this think... This is a great... It is a movie is a great one. we've all seen. You guys have seen yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it before, but... It's not one that I do every year, like the Santa Claus or Jim Carrey's The Grinch or the animated Grinch. Not the new animated Grinch. I liked that, one. though. I thought that was cute. I liked it better than the Jim Carrey hmm. one. Hmm. Eh. Uh, I did see this movie a lot. This movie was, I think we had it on VHS. And so this oh, really? one was like mm-hmm. one one of the ones that I remember always 
playing and always kind of sort of being around and on. Uh, and so I remember, I just remember watching it all the time and liking it, you know? I mean, mm. it was... Did, uh, yeah. did, did that movie, did you only watch it around the holidays or did you watch it whenever the hell you wanted to? I think it was just around the holidays when it was like on TV mm. or... Yeah, I think it was like mostly around the holidays, I would assume, but... Yeah. You know, as kids, you probably you just probably be like, oh, I want to watch this thing. Yeah, it's like, but it's July. Yeah. I don't care. I like It's Christmas. like, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I saw this movie in theaters uh, mm-hmm. with my, I'm pretty sure with my friend James, uh, from who I, I actually recently got back into contact with over the last year. Oh, um, okay, you would have been like 13-ish when this came out? No, I think this was 96, 96, so I was 11. Wait, 6... Wait, I, math is wrong. Yeah, you math. Math is math. hard. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. So, um, I mean, depending on what time of year, I was approximately eleven. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we saw this in theaters, and I remembered. I actually remember disliking it. Mm. So fight me, Johnny. Interesting. Um, yeah, I remember disliking it, and I remember also being vaguely aware. Like this is when I was starting to become aware that all movies weren't good. That sometimes mm. movies were not good, mm-hmm. and that movies could do badly. Because I remember mm. this was this was yeah. a flop. This was this was a famously disliked uh, and un um, unsuccessful film. Uh, yeah. And See? and I, I, didn't know and that. I yeah, and I was and I remember just kind of being my mind blown by that because I just thought, well, movies are good. You go and you see a movie and it's and movies are great. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and and so I didn't I didn't and so I have not seen I have not seen this movie since theaters. So you've oh, seen wow, this really? since you were 11. Yeah. You, you've somehow wow. escaped. Because I feel like it plays on, well, maybe it doesn't anymore. Or maybe, well, I think what happened was. Well, I think was... that's when I had watched it. Like, the first time I'd watched it was when I was, like, 11, between 11 and 13 on, like, TV. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I've seen it, like, in pieces occasionally since then. Mm-hmm. So it's been, like, a long time since I've seen it in full. Mm. Yeah. I think I think it was one of those things where I saw it in theaters, didn't care for it. And then whenever it was on, I did not watch it because I, I mm-hmm. all I knew was that I, <laughs> I had originally not cared for. It. So I haven't seen it since. Yeah. Interesting. I have like this, I don't have like lasting memories of it, but one memory that really stands out to me is for some reason, Arnold Schwarzenegger saving a kid from the roof of a building in a mall. Well, I remember and him I'm being like, like that is like stuck in my head. I remember for him being in the suit. Reason. I remember the images I have are him in the suit, him fighting with Sinbad, the comedian, mm-hmm. not the sailor. <laughs> and thank you for clarifying. I was really confused for a second. I know. I could tell. I could yeah. see your 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 eyebrows knit together. Mm-hmm. Um, Did we watch a different movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, those are the things that I remember really clearly. And then and then just. Like an unpleasant feeling. <laughs> feeling unpleasant about the whole experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Johnny, I can take it, Johnny, you love this film. I, yeah, I remember it being on a lot, and I remember really liking it. Or at least, you know, as a kid, when you just like, if things are not offensive to, to your taste, you're just like, yeah, I like it. You yeah, know? exactly. As a kid, you're exactly. just like, yeah. eh, whatever. You don't really have so that. So we're, we're all going into this with like very. Yeah, I haven't seen this movie. Like, like actively watched, like actively like watched it, in probably over a decade. So have, it'll be interesting. Do you have Do you have clearer memories of it than Amy and I do? Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, like I remember like the whole story and like basically everything, you know, mm-hmm. okay. the, the what right. the movie's about and you know the plots or whatever. But mm-hmm. okay, okay. Well, you guys ready to do this thing? Let's watch this yes. bad boy. Before we watch the movie, a quick word from our sponsors. 
And now, our feature presentation. And we're back. Movie. We're back. So, Joe, you're the one. We've jangled like this. all the way <laughs> to the end. <laughs> Since you're the one that did not like this, you're, I want your perspective. Yeah, what's your take on it now? I didn't like it then. I didn't, I didn't like it now. I'm like, not surprised. Really? I don't like it now. It's, I am not it's, surprised. I, I find this movie to be unpleasant, negative, stressful. Uh, I think that Arnold and, and the thing is because like we're we're watching it. Sarah Sarah was saying there was a scene, a Schwartz, just a scene, regular scene. Schwarzenegger talking to somebody, and she goes, "You know, he's not a very good actor." And I said, "Well, the thing is, he's he's charismatic. He's he might be he not he may not be the world's greatest actor, but he's charismatic. He's good on camera." Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then I started to think about that more and more, and I was like, "Wait a minute, no, no, Schwarzenegger's actually always turns in a really good." a good job he does the one thing but he always does a good job he at does it. i felt because that's funny because i felt watching this movie i was like huh he's a pretty good actor like as you you he works in this role that he shouldn't work in you know right. what i'm it's saying it's always it's always like yeah. why is why is there this giant a giant austrian, austrian man bodybuilder you know man who's <laughs> yeah, this regular, regular american a, howard langston <laughs> yeah that is that is a note that i had and it's the same note i had when we watched um True Lies. What was that other True Lies? Yeah, yeah. It's, That's even, that one's even more far fetched because it's working for the fucking government. Yeah, <laughs> he's a mattress. He's a mattress salesman with an Austrian accent, and nobody. He's a he's a normal American. And his name is Link. What's his name? Like uh, How Howard Langston? Howard yeah, Howard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like yeah. Howie. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and so, but, so, but that's the thing is like, and it's, and I'm glad you brought up True Lies, and I'm also going to bring up Kindergarten Cop as two examples of Schwarzenegger being hilarious. Like he's yeah. got comedic timing. Mm -hmm. Oh, he did. Yeah. And but at this movie, it mm -hmm. feels like the beats are all off. Like mm -hmm. he's just, he's just not. It's, it's just like they're, they're coming to him too late or leaving too early. Like the or the setups yeah. are. There's just they're not there. Mm -hmm. The the comedy's sort of not the best here but i mean i will say i i still like this movie i have total mm -hmm. nostalgia nostalgia goggles on like mm -hmm. i can't separate yeah. the two mm -hmm. um yeah i think the funniest parts for me though a lot like along with the fact that it's like i think it's the absurdist nature of it is what's funny for me it's like this huge austrian bodybuilder with an accent is a normal guy who can push a five thousand pound suv a couple miles anybody can do that <laughs> yes, Joe. I'd like to see you try. I could push my old Forester, which was like three thousand pounds, and I'm just me. I'm not an Austrian bodybuilder. Not with I mean, that attitude. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like he goes into the diner, talks to Sinbad for thirty minutes or for like a couple minutes, and he comes out, and it's like his whole suburban is taken apart and on blocks. Yeah, like, that's so so absurd. Well, and like that the happens big, in mid, in the middle of Minneapolis, the big Santa fight. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jim which, Belushi. With Jim Belushi. It took me, like, I knew it was Jim Belushi, but, like, until he stands up and, like, leans towards Arnold, I'm like, okay, that's when I could see it was Jim Belushi when he was sitting down for some reason. It did not look like him at all. Mm. But when he, like, gets up into the camera, before he pulls his beard down, I'm like, okay, I can see it in the eyes now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, it's I never realized as a kid that it was that the kid in this one is Jake is Lloyd. none other than Skywalker. Then... Darth Vader himself. Yeah. As a young I have a fun fact yeah. that I don't think is a fun fact. <laughs> well, it's yes. A stupid fun fact. That I don't know why somebody put this in there. It says when Howard is dressed up as Turbo Man and he gives Jamie the limited edition doll, 
he like Jamie asks how he knows his name and he says you see Jamie I'm your father this is a not this is what this is a quote from whoever posted this dumb thing on IMDb this is a nod to Star Wars episode 5 the Empire Strikes Back in 1980 in which Darth Vader reveals to Luke Skywalker that he is Anakin. And Jake Lloyd, who plays Jamie, will eventually play young Anakin in 1999. I don't know why they would think that this is a nod to him playing... A character he hasn't played yet? A, a kid he hasn't played, like an... Yeah. yeah. Well, people Unless they were just doing it as stupid. a nod to Star Wars without the... like, And it's just so happens coincidentally... And it's ...that it's Jake Lloyd. Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I also found it funny that only 79 of 132 people found that fact interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they probably felt the same way I was. Was I was like, this isn't a fun, like, this isn't an interesting fact. They're not nodding to anything. You just made this up. Hold on. <laughs> it's for all the people who didn't realize when the movie came out. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Um, I also didn't realize that there's a young Chris Parnell in I this. know. I was going to bring yeah. that up, baby Chris Parnell. As one of the it toy clerks? It was his first movie role. No way. It was his first movie role. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. hilarious. That was in the fun facts. See, so... I didn't pull it, but it was... A, I remember reading that. It was Chris mm. Parnell's uh, first. So here's the thing. Um, and I think, actually, Chris Parnell's role in the movie um, point really gets this, um, I think, like, is is uh, emblematic of, of this movie's approach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a movie that I believe is for children. Oh, yeah. And it's not for families. It's a children's movie. Yeah. And I think that's ultimately why I don't like it because everything is Mm. so Because you're an adult. It's... uh, (laughs) Yes. Joe was an adult at 11 years old. Why do you wound me? Um, it's, uh, it's, it's cause everything is so clownish and over uh-huh. the top. And yeah, for definitely. The it's adults falling down, right? It That's, is. It yeah. is adults yeah. falling down. And, um, and I, and I feel like Chris Parnell's performance in this, cause we know he's funny. Yeah. He's funny. Yeah. But the over the top laughing thing yeah. that they do in his yeah. face, like just doesn't, it just, it's like. The, in that whole montage afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's definitely a weird movie. Yeah. I will point mm-hmm. out also um, uh, Yeardley Smith was, uh, yes. one of the, one she of the, she had like a very small role. Yeah. And, and I saw that the fur lady. Yeah. Yeah. And Johnny, of course, the, you'd know her from, from the Simpsons. Uh, yeah. Simpson. Oh, She's Lisa Simpson. She is. Yep. Um, and she has a really great true crime podcast. If you guys care to listen to it, it's oh, yeah. called small town dicks. And it's one of my favorite true crime podcasts. I've never, I did not Just going to pimp that out for her there, even though it's not a sponsor. <laughs> and, and, but I'm sure she'll listener go ahead and, and have a listen. She'll, she could really use the extra listener. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was also, uh, I totally forgotten that Phil Hartman was in this. So when I saw him, my first thought Same. was, Same. And I forgot that he plays like, he's the, such I, a scuzzball. He's such a like sleazy yeah. guy. <laughs> It's so disgusting and funny. And Martin Mull's in it, which also yeah. I didn't yes. realize. Also um, never realized. Yeah. Love Martin Mull. Um, yeah, I saw his name come up and I was like, I thought he had a bigger role in this. Because mm-hmm. I think that goes along with the like kid on the roof in the mall that I remembered. Mm-hmm. It's not from this movie. It's from a n- different movie, but I cannot remember what movie Oh, I thought is. I thought you were just misremembering because they were on yeah, the roof outside, and outside. I just assumed that that's no, what you were remembering. there is a movie I, where a dad is, like, his kid is on the roof of, like, this play place in either the Mall of America, which is where they shot the mall scenes here, mm-hmm. 
or in some kind of mall. And the dad is trying to get the son from the roof of this toy house. I think Amy's lost it. I think this is officially... (laughs) And then the mom is on the ground in the mall freaking out and i did I you know. see this in Maybe. a mall <laughs> did this happen to you were you that <laughs> child hold on Whoa. no it was a 90s it was either a 90s just kids movie or a 90s christmas movie and i tried i spent 15 to 20 minutes after i finished watching this movie <laughs> trying to figure out what that movie was hmm. i could not I'm so, like, it's bugging me. So, listeners, Is this you know a Shazam, about, Kazam thing? I feel like... <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe I feel like, like it's the end of this movie thing. that you remember. And then I, you're just mixing it up with <gasps> other parts of oh, this movie. Oh, you know what? You know what I bet it is? It's the end of this movie mixed with the end of the Santa Claus. Because at the, the beginning of this film and some parts of this film remind me a lot of the Santa Claus. Yeah, because all Christmas movies are ultimately about how fathers suck. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> but like at the end of the Santa Claus, he's on the roof, and then the mom's on the f- the ground, and she's like yeah. yelling up to him on the roof. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. And Tim Allen's up there. Interesting. Or like when he takes him to like he's like, all right, come on, and she's like, hey, don't fly on, uh, fly over any yeah. oceans. Maybe I'm just combining the two, and I had a dream. <laughs> I had watched. And then you went to a mall. I, <laughs> and so. I had watched. Well, there's a mall in this. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's I think this is this movie has to be the seed of most of that memory. Cause yeah, because that's, that's yeah. otherwise pretty much. But all I think in I there. watched it a lot younger than I remember watching it at. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. I've been watching the Santa Claus from like when it came out in VHS. My grandma had it on VHS, and yeah. we just I watched it every year. So I think it's watching that and then maybe watching this younger than I thought and combining them and having a dream about it and and going yeah, to a mall. It's making some memories. <laughs> Unless listener let us know like send us a tweet or Let email. us know this movie. The only plot points we <laughs> know about is, a real movie is that there's a child in a mall. It a hurts mall. that I don't know if it's real or not. Um but so I don't so so it's funny actually, you know, we were talking earlier about sketch shows like a variety shows and you mentioned mm-hmm. Carol Burnett. Um, mm-hmm. Did you guys spot Harvey Corman in this? Very briefly. No. And it, I only realized it was him when I looked up the cast. No. Um, I don't know yeah. what the hell you're talking about. So, so, so Harvey Corman was in this. He's he's the he's on television in the very beginning. Um, uh, yeah, and and I don't think I caught that at all. Yeah, so he's in this, which was kind of odd. Um, and I didn't even realize Lorraine Newman was in this. Um, like I didn't recognize her, but she was. I didn't recognize Lorraine her either. Newman. So she was one of the original Saturday Night Live uh, okay. cast, right. and uh, she was in Conehead. She had a small cameo in Coneheads, mm. uh, but I didn't even recognize her. I was kind of I, I thought I would have. Um, but the other thing that I thought I heard, and then had to wait the entire movie to make sure I did hear the name of the villain, Dementor. Yeah, but like, yeah. like I wonder if J.K. Rowling was like. Hmm, Dementor sounds good. You know, I wonder if she was. She's a huge J. Uh, she's a huge Schwarzenegger fan. She so, is yeah. a, no, she doesn't like Schwarzenegger. She just likes this movie. <laughs> this is her favorite <laughs> Christmas it. movie. She just likes the bad. She likes the bad Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> um. So yeah. So oh. Uh huh. Oh, sorry, Joe. Well, I was just Go gonna ahead. say, like, so the 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 there were I I thought there were bit there were some bits that were funny. I mean, genuinely, I thought they were funny. Like Sinbad with the with the package bomb was yeah. I thought that was funny, yeah. especially when it actually exploded. Like that was, <laughs> he's that like was, sick world. Yeah, and like so like that yeah. was that was funny, but there yeah. was so much in this movie that didn't work. 
you yeah. know like i want to get your take on sinbad and arnold's conversation in the diner yeah we're, 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 what did you think of that conversation where he's talking about his because his, he's a loser because uh because his dad didn't get him the the toy that he wanted <laughs> yeah because there's a fun fact they have about that conversation i just want to get your take on it before i give you the fact which will might maybe skew your you know i don't I, 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 by that point in the movie, it had, I don't want to say it had lost my attention because I was still awake. Um, but I, but, <laughs> but I, barely, I, I wasn't committing anything to memory other than it kind of reminded me a little bit of, uh, a, a, of, of an inferior version of Debbie Jelinski's, uh, motives in, um, uh, Adam's family values where she wanted ballerina Barbie, but she got Malibu Barbie. So she, she killed her parents and burned their house to the ground. <laughs> uh, but beyond that, no, I don't really. Okay. Yeah. What's the fun fact, Amy? Uh, Sinbad improv- improvised the majority of his lines for, um, that for Sinbad, Sinbad improvised the majority of his lines in general, I guess. I, I thought it for was for the whole movie. Yeah. I, I, I'm so not surprised by that at all. I, I, and Arnold also improvised many of his responses and conversations. I'm not surprised him. by that. I feel like that's actually part of the reason maybe why it, because when you look at a movie like Kindergarten Cop and, um, and uh, True Lies, I have a feeling those films were scripted much tighter. You know, in the case of James Cameron, mm-hmm. he wrote it and is, I don't want to say he's a control freak, but he's a control freak. Um, and then Ivan Reitman knows what the hell he's doing. And and that was Kindergarten Cop. And so I feel like this, is, this movie is an example of actors who are allowed to do whatever they wanted and mm-hmm. and on set mm-hmm. the thing is, is like on set it's kind of magic you're you're all friends you're having a good time and it's a good time you're making yeah stuff, and so you're all paid. you're all laughing you're, yeah essentially you're 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 getting high off your own supply laughing at things that later on are really not funny outside of the room you yeah. know yeah. and, and i think one of those you had to be there moments yeah for the whole yeah. movie precisely precisely yeah like when i worked on a feature the summer after i graduated college we would always do an extra take that we called the just for shits take mm-hmm. um, it was our third it was always our third take was our like shit take where we would just let our like we had a stand-up comedian in the cast and he would just riff the entire time yeah and it was always really funny because he would always throw in like in jokes from the set yeah the cat's escaping sorry it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an in joke for you listener um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh yeah the thing is is that only works when you have a, a robin williams type you know mm-hmm. talent because like mork and mindy there were whole pages out of the script that were just blank and it said robin can go crazy here and he would and it was gold yeah, because he was robin williams. Aladdin too. yeah and and it was always gold because it was robin williams he was great but yeah. he, not everybody is that and and that's why like for me and i think i've talked about it many times why paul feig's work falls flat because he just lets people go and improvise and then there's these mm-hmm. whole scenes where it's like you're making me sit through this whole piece that somebody came up with bridesmaids and bridesmaids is such a great film i you know i saw i saw it recently it's his, it's his greatest film i will say <laughs> i saw it recently and i actually uh i thought i thought it didn't hold up as well on second i i've kind of thought the same thing about bridesmaids yeah, when i used I've to really it. like that I, I saw it in theaters and i really liked it in theaters and then, yeah same and then, like, I saw it again, like, on home video or whatever, and I was, like, mm-hmm. sort of less into it. Yeah. I, I think, um, for me, his best work was Spy. Spy I've heard Spy really, is supposed, mm-hmm. supposed, I've really seen it. Really funny. And simple, 
simple that's a ju- that's favor. Jude Law and Melissa McCarthy yeah and a simple yeah. simple favor was really good until the last like it five was... minutes of the movie when it basically is like fuck you audience and that's I've yeah actually... I, I watched that I was really excited for a simple favor mm-hmm. because I love like Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively more Same. Blake Lively's yeah. husband than anything but of course I was <laughs> I was so excited for that film and like it lost me halfway and then it did this turn Mm-hmm. And then it did another turn, then it did another turn, and it was just like turn on turn on turn. It's like the ending of Return of the King where there's like 15 different endings. Yeah, but it, each ending got worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, unlike yeah. Return of the I King, mean, which I, was just I, like, all right, we need to overall, we tie up the epic I, story. But Yeah, but I generally overall liked a, a Simple Favor, but it was just there were so many turns where it was like... I like it, and then I don't like it. And then I like it again, and then I don't like it. Yeah, it just, it became a simple favor at the, like, the very last five minutes. It becomes a totally different film with a totally mm-hmm. different sense of priorities. And it, that, it really, really bothered me as a viewer. And yeah. it, just, it just dried up all of the goodwill that the movie had spent its entire runtime cultivating. Um, but anyway, back to Jingle All the Way, which I also didn't care for. Uh, <laughs> um I just, you know, we we were watching this, and, and there was there was there was a point about mid second act, and Sarah just goes, "I'm really stressed out. This is really stressing me out." And I think it's because it's it, the toy shopping, isn't yeah. it? Well, it is. And really? the thing yeah. is, is 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 because I think it's, I don't want to say this movie got to gritty realism, but it didn't do anything beyond just portraying stressful holiday shopping. Well. It's yeah, I mean it's based off of the Cabbage Patch doll craze, and yes. when it was released, it coincided with the Tickle Me Elmo um, craze, yeah. where people literally trampled each other yeah. in the stores. Yeah, and the thing is, is I think this, I actually think I would have liked this movie a lot better if it had been aimed at adults and it mm. and had been more mm-hmm. uh, if, if it had been more because uh, because this is ultimately like but it's okay because this guy this guy loves his kid and it's yeah, instead yeah, yeah. of instead it's of a grown-up like... movie being far more cynical about it because there's no way mm-hmm. to be positive about what happens in this movie it's terrible yeah, yeah no, you know? i mean he's yeah. still i mean yeah exactly like he does a bunch of shitty stuff right yeah, he does he absolutely does and uh. he commits a number of felonies he impersonates a police officer um he what else does he do there's there's a i mean considering there's two bomb threats in this movie and yeah. they get off scot and one free, yeah actually goes up off a police officer. and he's assaults a police officer doesn't and he? he assaults a police officer yeah and sinbad also like assaults uh, other civilians and like <laughs> chokes that woman in the line oh, yeah and, and... i have on here a note says sinbad straight choking a bitch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, oh man, he went straight to that. He does. He totally does. And then the woman is just like cool with it. And it's I know. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like you see at first, like through their entire conversation where he's giving this huge long rant, she's like giving him this side eye and then all of a sudden he just grabs her and she's just chill with him choking. Yeah. Her. yeah. yeah and, and, and so I feel like this movie, if it, if it had been more of like an absurdist adult comedy movie, I think mm-hmm. it would have worked better because then you could have gone further. And done more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could have had, you could have, like, there, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's that scene when Schwarzenegger, uh, grabs, uh, Chris Parnell and the other fellow and, like, slams them together, kind of oh, like yeah. the, mm-hmm. kind of like the two dogs in True Lies. And mm-hmm. I was just imagining, like, 
in in this adult version movie, you could have you know a quick flash of him like actually killing them, like in True Lies, but then yeah. but then he hasn't really killed them. You know, like you could mm-hmm. you could yeah. be more razor sharp about it, and you wouldn't well, have to on the commentary. Yeah, on like the satire. Yeah, of yeah. This whole holiday or, craze, or thing. even like this the the this the fight that he has with the deer, which I'm now I can't believe I. Had kind of forgotten about because that's bonkers too. Oh yeah, well, he straight up yeah. punches the deer. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Come on. But I do like, like I mean, the... when he's giving the deer beer at the like b- before he goes to the parade and it like burps. That is the I'm pretty sure same anthropomorphic deer that they use, like the same robot deer that's anthropomorphized that they use in Santa Claus. It had a mostly l- Santa Claus too. It had a lot of points of articulation. They 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 improved yeah. on that deer because there's there, that deer well, is wild <laughs> if you've seen santa claus 2 there is they take one of the reindeer so like tim allen can find a wife in the movie mm-hmm. so he can stay santa to, claus to shanghai and being fat and old moves, for the rest of her life <laughs> yeah and it moves its face in the in a very similar way. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But but like that's a bizarre scene. Yeah. It is no, this so... whole movie is really really bizarre when you think about it. I was actually I wrote down here. I feel like the whole purpose of this movie was just to get Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad into those costumes so that they can fight. <laughs> I think yeah. so too. It's to sell toys. Yeah. Well, did they Even have Tupperman toys? That... I was like, I don't think they you had any find, of these toys. You can find. Fan-made replicas on eBay or something. Ah, uh, interesting. I wonder if there were... T- I'm, I'm going to do a quick... I don't remember uh, any type was, of merchandising a, for this no, type of movie. they didn't I mean. make them, but I feel like it, it, if it was made today, it would be a film that's made to sell toys. Yeah. But it was in the fun... It was in the IMDb facts that you can find versions of... The Turbo the, Man toy. The toy. The Turbo Man toy on eBay. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, is like, if this movie had been... Um, if this movie had been even kid-friendly along the lines of Last Action Hero, which is funny and mm-hmm. self-referential, but still pretty sharp, you know, like mm-hmm. it just it, mm-hmm. this movie just it, it's it hits all of the wrong places. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I think it's I think it's it's a good movie. It's a good Christmas movie if you don't think about it. Mm. Yeah, if you watch, which it, you can't like. A lot of Christmas movies you just can't think about. I mean, yeah, well, the whole deep. idea of Christmas, it's just, it's, you know, if you, if you really <laughs> dive into it, you're going to get into a wormhole. It's like, just enjoy the presents, enjoy the Christmas tree, enjoy the lights. Like, it doesn't have to Cookies. be any more than that. I know that it is, but, you know, it doesn't have to be. And I feel like it's the same with this movie. I feel like you enjoy the funny stuff, you know, you uh, don't think about it too much. And, uh, and then you watch the next Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a, a, oh, I, if there's anything else to talk about, let's do that because I have some fun facts and a couple recaps. There things. is one other thing I need to bring up: the subtext or the subplot of Phil Hartman seducing and, like all of the women and Rita and then, Wilson, and yeah. then specifically going after his wife mm-hmm. through her cookies. I mean, just <laughs> like that's Stop also one of those my things. Wife's like, cookies. <laughs> who thought you could eat my, my cookies? cookies? You know, like, I do just... love that Arnold Schwarzenegger's yelling at it. So another thing I was thinking about this movie. This movie is super '90s, which I love. Yeah, everything about it. Yeah, it's fantastic. that was another thing I had. It's like it's a very '90s. Movie. Yeah, even mm-hmm. like just the characters that they're showing in the parade. I was like, oh, it's the Tick. It's Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, and Sonic and the Hedgehog, all... which is so yes. big. Yeah, I mean, but it was all just bringing it back to that. Uh, but just him having to go to a payphone and him screaming in a payphone. Like just the idea that like this is what people's lives were like. You know? 
And like you go out to find a toy and then like yeah. you can't talk to that person. That person's gone. Yeah. And you better then, hope they make it home. And the only way to find out if a store has a thing, maybe call if you get through, but otherwise you have to physically go and look. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. your option. Yeah, it's like you can't like like nowadays with all of the collectibles and stuff, it's like yeah. the day the day no, of the I, release uh, drop, yeah. you can like go online and order it. Well, I was just and have it shipped to you. Yeah, I was saying like this. This movie hits a little too close to home with the PS Five. It's just oh yeah, oh yeah. I saw. Like, I saw. One of my friends tweeted that he went to Walmart and asked the Walmart employees because they said online that they were available, and he went to the Walmart, asked the employees if there were any because they weren't on the shelf, and they said no, they're not. And then as he was leaving Walmart, those same two employees were each purchasing a PS Five. Well, yeah. As he, as my friend was leaving, there's well, got to yeah. be I mean, one upside. Why do you to think they're working at Walmart? There's, um, the, I, I know that's what I always did. That's why I wanted to be a stock girl when I worked in the clothing store because I could I got first pick of all the clothes. Yeah, nice. There was um, I saw a meme today and it was uh, from Infinity War Endgame and it said um, uh, Korg uh, Infinity War Endgame takes place five years in the future and Korg is playing a PS4 because PS5 is still unavailable. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's good. That's a good one. Um, okay, Amy, you got some you got some trivia for us. Fun I facts. do. So, well, this is a really long one, but I thought it was kind of funny. In March <laughs> 2001... Oh, God, <laughs> I'll give it, it to you. I'll give it to you, Joe. You know what? Thank you. Give me a little clap for that one. <laughs> it's a thinker. Uh, U.S. District... <laughs> God, shut up. Sorry. <laughs> U.S. District Court jury in Birmingham, Michigan, ruled that 20th Century Fox, now just 20th Century, stole the script idea jingle all the way from a Detroit high school biology teacher. The studio was ordered to pay $19 million that was later reduced to $1.5 million. Webster submitted the script, then named Could This Be Christmas to the studio in 94, and never received payment nor credit, despite the film making $129 million worldwide. Fox appealed, and the verdict was reversed since Webster's script was submitted after the studio had already purchased the treatment of what would become the movie script. Huh, that's why So somebody places... had the idea for this after this movie was already written. Yeah, that's <laughs> the reason why th- uh, studios and people don't, uh, and agencies don't take unsolicited work because they don't want yeah. you to just send something to them in the mail and then sue them later. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. Um, well, can you imagine somebody wanting to take credit for this movie? Take credit for this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a holiday hit, all right? It is, you know, I, I think it's, I don't know if it's well-loved, but it's, become loved, more but of it, a cult. It's, it's, I don't it's, know, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if it's well loved, but it's very, very well known. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's become a cult film, especially with our generation around this time of the year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's, 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 a film, it's a movie that we grew up with. It's Arnold. Yeah. It's the biggest thing in the '90s, all right? He was. I mean, physically as well. Literally as... Literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a fun little um, mix up, mess up. Towards the beginning, when Howard is in his office taking phone calls and signing a contract, mm-hmm. he actually signs his own name. Arnold signs his own name. Does in he that. really? <laughs> Which I never even noticed that. I was like, they had such a tight close-up on it, and it's like, you would think that he would try to sign something different. Yeah. And I didn't even think about it when he was signing. I was like, okay, he's signing Howard, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does sign But Howard. no, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Huh. He signs Arnold Schwarzenegger, apparently. I don't think he does. Well, maybe not. I don't know. 
Wow. Well, it's. I wonder if it was just like, okay, Arnold, now remember to sign Harold Langstrom, and then he writes it, damn it, and then tries again, damn it. <laughs> it's like that's Arnold. all he can write. It's like it's like up and at them. No, 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 up and at him, up and at them. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger enjoyed the film, having experienced last-minute Christmas shopping himself, and was attracted to playing quote an ordinary character <laughs> in a family film. As as. As much as Arnold could be as an much as a giant character. Austrian man, although like the cut of his clothes and everything, they 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 really if the you cut didn't of his know, gym, Joe. yes, they really toned it down. If you didn't know that he was a muscular man, I don't think yeah, you they, would they, get the, the trench. The trench really downplayed his muscular. Yeah, the, they they cut everything really loose on him in such a way that you wouldn't know that he is famous for being muscular. Yeah. Yeah, but he's still like just like giant he is and like wearing a skin tight button up shirt. Yeah. yeah. And like has this like thick Austrian accent and like nobody ever yeah. qu- talks about it or questions it. He's like, hey, where are you from? And he's just yeah. like, it's, it's Howard. That's Howard. From, I'm from <laughs> Minneapolis. Or the race. From. <laughs> I have one more fun fact and then two recastings. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I think is a really funny fun fact. Arnold and Phil Hartman were both contestants on the dating game. Oh. It, it has nothing to do with the movie. It's just they were contestants on the dating game. I think everybody was. Like, it was one of those yeah, I know games. I Everybody was. in the 80s, <laughs> yeah. 70s and 80s was on the dating well, game. Well, because, like, Steve Martin was, I think, twice. Oh, man. I got to find this clip. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I have some recastings that are kind of... Uh, one of them's a throwback um, to something that I had mentioned earlier, so I'll save that one. But Myron, played by Sinbad... Mm. Um, Producer Chris Columbus wanted Joe Pesci to play Myron, mm. but he was deemed too short, but they would later go on to be in Twins together. Um, no, da- well, Danny not, DeVito. Not them. Danny DeVito. Um, <laughs> but like, hmm. the, something similar. The something other similar short that, guy. Like, <laughs> the other short guy. Can you imagine? Um, T- Joe Pesci would have been terrifying with that whole bomb routine. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think I don't think it would have worked. I think that might have been something totally different. If, it would have been more Home Alone esque. If they had done the grown up version that I'm pitching, Pesci would have been perfect. I say you oh, remake yeah. to get the rights to this movie and remake it. From that biology teacher? Yeah, from the biology teacher. <laughs> yeah. And make it a hard R. Um, it sounds like you might have to pay a couple million dollars for that. It's chump change to Joe. Yeah, that's right. She and owns then, a house. Um, I have make a recasting. <laughs> For Howard, that's a callback to what I said this movie felt like to me. From like it feels like Santa Claus. Tim mm-hmm. Allen. And Tim Allen was considered for the role of Howard. Interesting. So it would have been like that's maybe that is it's just all coming full circle, guys. Huh. Boom. Christmas time. <laughs> Nothing says Christmas like Tim Allen. That's true. Nope. All that cocaine. He is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's maybe that's what snow is. It's white snow, got, baby. Uh, no Nasal sense. problem. He's got a nose to feed. <laughs> well, guys, does it hold up? Uh, I say yes. As a Christmas movie, which are not generally good movies outside of the Christmas season, yes. I say uh, you put it yeah. on, you don't think about it. And you laugh, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, for a once a year watch, it holds up. Uh, it was Bam. a chore. It was a chore then. It's a chore now. I don't think it's a chore. It definitely didn't feel like a chore to me. I don't know. Amy, did it feel like a chore to you watching no, it? No, I mean, I didn't like pay attention completely the entire time. Yeah, but, but you, it not wasn't like to. it's it's like a Christmas movie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you put it on. You drink some hot chocolate. You fucking decorate the tree. I don't know what people do. Uh, <laughs> 
fucking roast almonds on a <laughs> chestnut or something like that. Chestnuts on an open fire. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. We live in California. We can't really have open fires. Yeah, right especially now. not right now. It's too uh, dry. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Bad idea, everybody. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just roast it over my candle. <laughs> uh, it'll take like four hours, but it'll get... Boom. Roast. And is that One the candle? Chestnut. Is that the candle that smells like dark ride? So you'll have like soggy water and mold flavored chestnut Aww. actually the dark red candle i have smells like really bad <laughs> no I gotta, shit it smells like, like a disgusting sewage ride but yeah there are better ones out there better candles or better <laughs> christmas movies <laughs> yes both that's fair it's a fair assessment i'll give you that one <laughs> Oh boy, well, this has guys. been a wild ride. This yeah. we really have jingled and jangled our way to the end here. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait until next week's or not, next week. Yeah, the next episode or the next episode, which will be on listeners. the next episode. It's our Christmas if episode. Keeping, if you're keeping track, it'll be the last one for this year. Oh shit! And then maybe oh my god, that means 2020 will get better. Well, it'll be better once it's ended. I think that'll yeah. I don't know. 2021 will be good. I don't but even listener, believe in the concepts of good and bad anymore, guys. I think we're all I think just we're thrashing all about be, violently in the universe. I think we're I think we're going to be haunted by 2020 for some time to come. I mean, yeah. Sadly, yes. Tight. All right, well, guys. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> listener, listener, let us have a know merry little what you Christmas. You think of Jingle All the Way? Do you agree with Joe? Do you agree with me and Johnny? Do you know the movie that I'm talking about, or did I just have a dream? <laughs> let us know. On have Twitter you been to a mall? Have you seen a kid <laughs> and a father try to save each That's other? That's the name of this episode. Is Have you been to a mall? Have you been to a mall? <laughs> God. Let us know Actually, no, nobody YouTube. has been to malls in California. <laughs> Not in 2020. <laughs> Shit. God, this year is terrible. Let's end this right now. And you know what? I've been craving Dairy Queen for like eight months. And are those only, only in malls? Near me are in malls. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute. I want a blizzard. Like, I want mm. a cookie dough blizzard, and they're only in malls. Tragedy. But anyways, find us on Twitter, Instagram, at Nostalgitis, N-O-S-T-L-G-I-T-I-S, or... Email nostalgiaeffectpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to be kind and rewind. And happy almost Christmas. Yay! Jiggle bells. <laughs> that man smells.